Welcome back to High Fidelity Top 5, the weekly podcast where we spin our knowledge about the movie High Fidelity five minutes at a time. I'm David Stoker. I'm Kathy Stoker. I'm Candice LaSalle. And I'm Chris LaSalle. Welcome back, friends. Hi. Hello. So we're on episode eight, which is minutes 36 through 40. And this uh, group of minutes starts with Rob looking like an old sad bastard. And this ends with (laughs) Rob revealing he was tricked to admit he was unhappy by Laura. (sighs) Tricked. Ah, yes. The excuses. Here they come. Yeah. Yeah. This is some heavy stuff in this minute. These minutes. Not minute. Minute. Minutes. 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 Yeah. I love the way Rob looks when the minutes start. I think he looks hilarious. (laughs) The the brooding. What did you call him? Sad bastard? He looks funny. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know, his hair is, you could just picture his fingers having just come out of his hair, right? Like he's had them up there and now it's just, you know, all. Well, it's like it's like he hasn't slept because of the nightmares he yeah. was having about Laura and Ian. Right, yes. Oh, yeah, I didn't put that together. There you go. Yeah. And what is the question the girl asks when she comes up? Uh, what is she looking for? Does she say, do you have someone? Soul? Uh, do you have soul? Do you have soul? Oh, do you have soul? Oh. Right. And that's what he said, that all depends. Yeah, okay. That's a great moment. Yeah. I love that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It took me a little bit to like register. I'm like, what? Do you have soul? Is that an album? Is that a song? <laughs> Is she asking him? Is that just a genre? And you know, it took me a few times. It's a metaphor. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah. I'm a little slow I- on the uptake. I just felt so bad for him. I didn't think it was funny. I just think it was so sad how depressed he was. Um, I yeah. know. You're so nice, Kathy. I just, I just <laughs> well, thought he looked funny and cute and, and yes, obviously depressed and, yeah. But Well, this minute goes downhill, or these five minutes go pretty downhill for Rob. I mean, at least in, I think, the perception of the the way the audience is supposed to look at him. Oh, for sure. Like, I think at this moment, we're sort of feeling a little sorry for him. Like, right. you know, he she left him for Ian and he's having these vivid nightmares. And, you know, he looks like he's at his lowest. And then he takes the call and then in comes Liz to deliver her, oh my God. <laughs> her one line of Which the scene. Which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Do you, so, yeah, she calls him a effing a-hole. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. How many takes do you think they had to do for that? Because uh, I just keep picture Joe oh. Cusack keeps stomping in and yelling the line <laughs> and turning around. And do you, I mean, do you, do you think he, they were like he'd laugh at her, or do you think it was just to get her to actually say it right? Do you think? Well, oh, you think multiple takes because she yeah right. he laughed and they laughed. Oh, uh, it, probably. But no, just to get that level of right. anger and, right. I know. It makes me want to say it a few times, see if I can say it like she does, but I won't. We can can bleep it out. We can bleep it out. (laughs) So so after she delivers her line, she holds it for a second, and then she sort of looks down. Like, there's like this five-second period of, I don't know what it is, what her look is. I don't know if it's like, I did my job and now it's time for me to leave, or I I, I find her her sort of post-look... Interesting. Yeah. Do you think it was was she weighing, you know, whether she wanted to lecture him at that point or like, no, I'm just going to leave it here with 
my description of him. Do you think maybe she even didn't even know that it was going to come out of her mouth when she walked in the store? Maybe she was in there just coming in to talk to him, and then it just like she saw him and just. Oh, yeah, we'll set it. Raw emotion. Just, oh, I think she knew. I she think knew. she, yeah. because based on, and we'll get to in a few moments, her conversation or or what he, Rob proceeds the conversation between her and Laura. She, like, needed to come in, say it, and, and leave. And leave. Right. Um, yeah, like, literally just drop it. And her facial expression is so awesome with it, with dropping it. And then the close-up from the camera. And then she just turns and walks right out yeah because <laughs> yesterday she was on his side or she didn't right. didn't, she didn't want to take, take sides side. right so now right. she's clearly she has <laughs> but, but but i like his look after too he's still on the phone and he's just sort of side-eyeing and he's like hmm right i wonder what that's about like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh thanks for that i yep. needed that and in this moment um, I just thought it was funny how Dick was talking to the customer in the background and it's faded but you can see them you know maybe he's talking to her and I don't know if he's half looking over I think they're both looking over after that exchange yeah <laughs> how would you, how do you think you would react if someone like you were in a store you were in Target and yeah. you know you're looking around at something and someone comes in and says to you know one of the workers there you know F you and just walks out I think I'd be like what, what just happened I know. I don't know what I would do. It would depend if I was alone or with someone. Probably my first thought would be like, well, that person's a loon. You know, the one who yelled? The one who yelled. Like something mentally right. wrong. And I don't think that about Liz. Well, I know. Why don't you think that about Liz? I don't know. Yeah, we don't know Liz well enough. She we could well, be a loon. She could be. She could be, right? Yeah, she could be a loon. But I... I don't know. I guess I trust her. So why her. don't we think that she's the loon? That's a good question. I think because she's Joan Cusack. So yeah. there's that first piece of the actress herself, but also the right. few bits we've seen her in, she seems like, oh, she's the friend. She's right. the supporting actress friend who you trust. I don't I know, guess, but yeah. Barry's Rob's friend, and he's kind of out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's Jack Black. So is Dick. Yeah, they're all in their own strange way. Yeah, I guess so. They're just not weirdo loons. Like, <laughs> I don't know, it's... <laughs> What's the definition of loon? <laughs> We're crossing a line. I know, like, how far do we want to go in this? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so she she leaves, and then they cut to that pian- piano bar scene. Right, yeah. Which, okay, so... Why is there a trophy on that piano? It's like a trophy of pictures, like some sort of homage to someone. And I well, can't... I was trying to look it I... up... It, is, is it does it say um, something about Al Capone? Al, Al Capone drank here. Drank here often. Often, yes. And that so was... is the trophy Al Capone something for Al Capone? What do we know? What the trophy is? I, I assumed all the light, the candle lights, like a like a vigil kind of thing, or like oh, a memorial. Yeah. Yeah. But and that's a picture trof- of Al Capone. Yeah, I don't know the trophy reference to Al Capone. What that would be? Um, yeah. But um, and they were at the, the green what, Green Mile. Wait, Green Mill. Mill, not the Green Mile. I have Shawshank. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. I have all different movies Steve in my King, head now. Shawshank, Green Mile. Yeah. Green, mile. <laughs> Green Mill, Green Mill. I'm not using my notes. I'm just trying to remember. Yeah, the Green Mill. I guess was that was Al Capone and all the gangsters of the time. That was a they used to hang out there at that that club, jazz club. Is that cool or scary? Oh, I think it's cool. nostalgic. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Did you did you have any tidbits about what song they're playing, Chris? Uh, yeah, that's um, the the singer is uh, Liam Hayes. Um, he's playing a song. Uh, sorry, 
Uh, it's called Soaring and Boring. Um, yeah, by Liam Hayes. So he's playing himself. You know, he's oh, he's a local he, singer. He's from Chicago. Right, I saw that. Yeah. Oh, cool. So is the song he's singing? Is that his own song? Yeah. How do I know that song? Soaring and Boring. I don't know. Have I? I mean, I I feel like I know this song. I feel. Or have we heard that song before in the movie? Nope. Maybe you <gasps> heard it in an elevator somewhere. Oh. <laughs> wow. That's a, that's a zing. Oh, I don't know. I thought I felt like it was a cover, but maybe I I don't I don't know. That's weird because I thought well, I maybe it's just like yeah. Maybe there's another song that sounds like it. That maybe you're thinking of yeah. Maybe that could be it. Um, right. Yeah, and actually, I don't know. I didn't check. I don't know if this one's on the actual the official soundtrack from High Fidelity or or not. But and he breaks the fourth wall, Rob. Again, right. Yeah, the confessional. Yeah, as much as I don't like what the subject is, I do like when he talks to us. I think it's very, you know, lets us in on his little world and, um, you know, talks about it in the way he talks about it. I think it's it seems very natural in the movie. It's like we're 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 having a drink with a friend right now and he's telling us all this bad stuff about himself. (laughs) Yeah, I think I saw somewhere that he didn't want to break the fourth wall, but I didn't research it much so maybe i'll do that for the next episode do a little research there you go well would so, could we get away with that i mean could we get away with not breaking the fourth wall yeah how would you some ways how would you do it You'd, he could be narrating he, he would right. have to have a conversation with someone about it i guess right mm-hmm. or narrating yeah but if he didn't want to narrate i feel like that's sort of fourth wallish as well right. right i mean he's giving us his yeah, I, I, like I don't know movie. if I would have liked a movie, this movie, if it had been narrated by Rob. No, I wouldn't either. Right. Wait, too, mo- maybe too much, too close to the book, you know? Yeah. So, what movies are narrated? I'm trying to think of a narrated movie. I mean, uh, what's the point of a movie if Shawshank you're narrating? Redemption's narrated. Yeah, Shawshank Redemption's oh. narrated. Morgan Freeman, sort of. So, yeah. are, are more movies narrated that are based on books then? Why are we doing the Shawshank Redemption Minute? <laughs> Next, because we after, love, after love this it. one, after this one, we'll do it. Right. Um, Blade Runner's narrated. Blade Runner's narrated. Sometimes. I'm just, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time picturing a narrated movie. Was that yeah, like Bridget movie? Jones's Diary. Okay. All right. Yeah. I guess I just. <laughs> yeah. Did you say something about penguins? What's that penguins movie? Penguin Madagascar? <laughs> what? Wait, no. that's not penguins. Mr. Popper's penguins. A walk. No. <laughs> a walk something. Morgan Freeman like the. Morgan Freeman's like it's like a yeah, nature. But that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that he breaks the fourth wall, and this and these minutes, I started off saying how sad I was for him at the beginning, and then I totally was angry and almost rageful as he went through the next you know, four, whatever it is, three or four things as to why she's mad at him. And I don't know why I didn't remember these things. I must have blocked them out from yeah. 20 years ago. I don't remember th- this part. Yeah, they're... Ugh. Can you yeah. picture... I'm picturing Kathy right now as she's watching the minutes, doing everything that Liz does in these minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Oh. I don't know that I can hear, like... Oh, oh. Bastard. Oh, between... But I, shocking. Yes. Shocking. No, really, that that was going through my head, Chris. Right? We all know each other so well. well. Let's, let's good. Let's get into it. Let's talk about what he did. Uh, well, first, I think before he gets in what he did, yeah. he does talk about how they meet. So it's like the right, oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So Laura yes. and Laura and Rob meeting um, at the club. 
Right, he was a DJ. He was a DJ, the happiest moment in his life. Mm. Yep. He's mm. happy when he was... Is that foreshadowing in any way? Dave? Dave's our foreshadowing. Yes, I know. Sorry. Absolutely. That's why I said it. Dave and I, you know, same wavelength. <laughs> um, yeah, my only she thing... She was a lawyer. Yeah, it's different. Well, they flesh it out a little bit more in the book that she was in, a, like, a, a legal aid for a pro bono firm. They were doing, you know, social issues and environmental issues. Then mm. she lost that job and got a job with a, you know, as a real lawyer. Real, right. Oh. A, you know, it's in that... You make money. Yeah. According to Rob, you know, after that, she changed, like, her, you know, so... Does he say that in the book? He does say, say he says that in the book, so that was a... Oh. Um, I forget. And, does he say that in, I'm already, in the prior minutes? About her changing, or did she say he changed, or who says who no, changed? She, she did. She she or he sort hasn't of, changed. Oh, yeah, he hasn't right. changed, but she evolved. Like she, you know, right. moved on with her life, became okay. you know, did things that you know she wants to be successful, that sort of stuff. I think. I think she alluded to a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So she walks up to him in the club, and yeah, and so is this just, the first time we see her with her hair down? Sorry, superficial, but it's really long. Is it down? Well, some of it's down. Yeah, half up, half down. Total nineties. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. I were like, yeah, I just can't look at her hair. <laughs> it doesn't look well, at she's her. got like some sort of top knot ponytail thing going on. Right. They're trying um, to you hide. You guys are her, so They're trying to hide cute. her bangs and. Right, because they can't. They're so short, you can't pull them back. Yeah, you just yeah. can't. So. Um, <laughs> I think her hair looks fake here. It probably is. Probably oh, it's not wig. real. Um. So th- this moment here that they have, it, it, you know, she's like, oh, this song is awesome. This record is awesome. And he's like, yeah, I know. I, know. I hate, <laughs> I remember seeing it in the theater. And this comes, it's going to come up repeatedly in the movie. The answer to these things when people say, oh, I love that song. Or that's a great song. Yeah, I know. I They're, hate when people say that. It's so obnoxious and so elitist. Like, I feel like Lewis, right? Like, you uh, like I'm just all I'm saying is like this is a great song. But you're like, yeah, I know it's great, right? But it's like, yeah, I know. That's mm-hmm. why I'm playing well, do you, it. Duh. You do that all the time, Chris. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, it's similar because I know I have a, a, I know someone who if you compliment them, oh, I really like what you're wearing. Thanks, I like it. I'm like, well, great. Okay, it feels like the same thing. <laughs> like I'm like. Um, yeah, I, just trying I to, figured you, know, you did. You're wearing it, but yeah. I was just saying something nice. But yeah, so it's that's, trying to start a conversation. Yeah, I, I don't like these. Like I know. Like yeah. So I would if I was Laura, I'd be like, "Who's this guy?" Mm-hmm. I think I naively interpreted it as an awkward response from him. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Um, not so much the elite elitism that we see later on in his life at, at the music store, but I thought he was like, "Oh, here's this," you know. Girl, young woman coming up mm. to me, and you know he awkwardly answers because then when he's waiting for her after hours, and he he says, you know, I'll make you a tape. Like I just <laughs> I, I don't know. I felt like it was sort of that geeky, nerdy, awkward side of him. But but I could be wrong on that. I find your interpretation super interesting. Mm. I see. I can I see now what you know, Kathy thinks of you know, people who offer to make tapes. What a nerd! <laughs> no, I don't want a tape from you, a- nerd. No, just the way he says it, like he's so excited, like oh, I'm gonna, I want to make this girl, this woman, a take. Yeah, I think I, well, I see. I think that's an interesting way to look at it. That when he responds, it's just him being kind of well, yeah, yeah, surprised, like oh, yeah, I know. Like he does seem to take a long time to ask her name. 
right in that first exchange when mm-hmm. he's, he's like uh, he makes all these facial expressions and he's like what's your name like so maybe Do women never go up to him uh, he just say, he says in these minutes that's part of the reason he got into DJing was to meet interesting women yeah I mean I remember going up and requesting songs at clubs yeah and because of the DJ no just because I wanted a certain song oh, oh, I thought you were leading in with because of the DJ but I just like, so right. so I'm just I guess yeah no one ever asked my name so boohoo for me so maybe that's the difference he, that's this, shocking that's shocking yeah <laughs> but that you know so he asked maybe he doesn't normally ask the women their names so maybe. she made an impression I guess obviously obviously that's the uh, whole point yeah he I mean, he obviously made, she made such an impression that he went home and is like beside himself trying to pull together music. He's like going through all the CDs and everything and, you know, sort of fumbling around. So I think, yeah, she made some sort of big impression on him. Yeah. Why? Is it because she liked that specific song or that she talked to him or just that she was pretty? What was it? Oh, I think the chemistry and a combination of all. Could have been all of the above. Yeah. She was, yeah. She's pretty and she talked to him. She's pretty and she talked to him. Yeah. So that's yeah. just... You're looking for the guy answer? That's what it was. Well, that's what I was looking for, <laughs> yeah. the guy answer. I didn't know if I wanted the guy answer. Hi. Oh. <laughs> Girls. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of the song they're playing, uh, yeah. during that is uh, Leave Home by the Chemical Brothers. Oh. Uh, it's, this is going to be... This is, this is a fun minute for music because there's... Um, I, I'm going to... Uh, give props to the internet helping me because there's actually three different songs get played in the club scenes and I can only pick out one of them and that was the, the first one which is Leave Home um, yeah fun. it's going to be fun yeah, it makes you want to dance was, was, Chris was that off the Exit Planet Dust album I can't remember yes sir Yeah, that's correct how'd you know that yeah. do you have that one he's being a smart ass oh, I think. <laughs> oh I was like, wow Dave you, you have the Chemical Brothers <laughs> No, I have some information off the internet that told me that. <laughs> I'm so naive. <laughs> God, I thought I knew you, Dave. What did you think? Of, did you guys notice uh, when when Laura walks out the door and he's waiting mm-hmm. by the door and like you know he kind of grabs her arm? Yeah, and it looks. Yeah, like, she looks legitimately like scared, right? Like like somebody yeah, she was jumps. about to mug yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. should have slugged him. That would be awesome. <laughs> Instead of that wimpy handshake she gives him, like, what is that? That's you know, that's one of those awkward. You you, you go in for a handshake, and someone's not expecting it, and you get the finger. You just, you shake a fingertip, and it just gets all out of it. That's, that's not what that was. So was that on her, or was that on him? No, he. I watch it. He. I think he went for a regular handshake, and she did the the queen. Yeah, kiss my fish. hand. I hate that. <laughs> what you call it, Kathy? <laughs> Dead, dead fish. fish. Dead fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a lawyer. She should be shaking hands like that. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, back, sorry. I didn't mean to take it away from him. I mean, I don't think he forcefully grabbed her arm, though, but she looked surprised, and rightfully so. Yeah. No, no, I would have been startled. Hey, ooh. Yeah. Back off, buddy. Stalker. Yeah. I don't know. He said something about, like, after, you know, when he's doing this flashback that... He had he never met someone as promising as Laura, oh. and then he says she didn't make me feel anxious, miserable, or ill at ease. Mm. Mm. So that's insight, further insight into him. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, he go. I mean, his whole his whole description of the relationship is 
pretty good, really. I don't know if he quite recognizes that as he's describing it. He's like, oh, it wasn't spectacular. No, he does, yeah. He says that. uh, He goes, it's good. Really good. Really good, yeah. So he's actually saying that I had a really good relationship, but literally a really good relationship with her. But I don't think he necessarily is hearing that. Like, well, you're describing something good and Mm -hmm. positive and... um, I don't know. I still. It's hard to hard to tell where he is in his self awareness. Right. 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 Because he says the sounds boring. Like he's afraid that you know those of us listening and watching are going to think, no, this relationship's boring. But right. is it because he's actually maturing in wanting to be in a relationship with her versus, mm-hmm. you know, something that's all about being exciting, 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 or you know, maybe a little bit less emotionally mature and they look happy together in like a couple of the scenes as he's flashing back they don't explain but they they move in together and she's like he describes it as one day she loses her lease and then she moves in but they don't like say like what the time frame is Mm. like i'm assuming it's relatively quick because he kind of is like she loses her lease and then next thing you know she moves in and well oh you mean time frame like from when they met to moving in yeah I don't know. I yeah, mean, I'm not sure. Nothing then wrong he with drops that. the bomb. <laughs> Nothing like, wrong with that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I need to know what is he whispering to her when they're sitting at that restaurant or wherever they are, and he's like next to her, and she's like laughing, and like, what is he saying to her? He's singing the Flintstones theme in her ear. <laughs> <laughs> don't you feel like that's like exactly, Chris? He could right. be like saying McDonald's menu, and she's <laughs> loving it. Because <laughs> that was no pun intended there, oh, I folks. Didn't mean, I really didn't mean that. I forgot. <laughs> She's loving that, it. That, I don't. McDonald's. McDonald's. We're loving it. Good catch, Dave. Nice. Um, that was, uh, that was yeah, no. So they're so smitten that he could say yes. anything, kind yes. of. Right. Yes. yes. Peas yeah. and carrots. Peas and carrots. I know. I just wanted to know. Like, right. but no, I yeah. guess, I mean, obviously, that's. That's the whole point. It's to show that she's smitten. Yeah. She's do a smitten kitten. Any, do any of us know any lip readers? <laughs> no. I, do, I don't. Right? Yeah, I guess. Sure. Now I want to know. Put it out to the listeners. Hey, guys. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think he's whispering to her? Yeah, but can you even see his whole mouth? Do you need, if you're a lip reader, do you have to see the whole mouth? Because isn't he kind of sideways when he's doing yeah. it? I don't know. <laughs> Well, and in the book, in the book, does he Dumb. say? If you're a good lip reader, you don't need to see the whole mouth. Really? <laughs> Chris knows. Chris knows. No, none of this, none of that. That stuff isn't in the book. Right, it's so just that's a just, yeah. little montage, I think. Right. And then he drops the the big bomb. How come I'm suddenly an asshole? Oh. Yeah. And then that's when I was like, oh god, I forget this. What's coming up next? Yeah, so what comes first? That he cheated on her? He slept yep. with someone else. While she's pregnant. While she's pregnant. One. One. Yeah. Right, so no, well, is one him cheating, sleeping with one someone else? One was that he slept with someone else. Uh-huh. Two was that she was pregnant. When he did it. No. That yep. he slept with some, at, while she slept with someone else. And she, it was, the sleeping with someone was the direct result and her of terminating. the terminating of the pre- pregnancy. That was number right. two. Yes. Oh, Okay. Oh, three, okay. three is then he borrowed money. Uh huh. And then four, he told Laura he was looking around. Oh for right, right, else. right. Okay. Yeah. In my and head, like, that's five. <laughs> but, okay. But and I'm he like, counted oh it out as four. One of oh, those. Top five. 
Holy uh, top five. Top five. Horrible things. Yes, horrible things. That. Yeah. So those are pretty horrible things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're all pretty bad. Yeah. At least the money so, one's probably the least. Oh, the money one, whatever. I mean, I guess he hasn't paid her back, but. But I mean, so I find that one a little suspect because they're together. They're obviously going to be together at that point mm-hmm, in time. Mm-hmm, right. And she, you know, what's mine is yours. What's mine, you know, yours is mine. That sort of mentality when you're living together. Yours, you know, I, I get it. It's a sizable sum of money, but I, I just find that one to be a little. I wouldn't say because he borrowed money, he's suddenly a jerk. Probably in the context of the breakup, he is. Yeah, that elevates that that sin. I, I still I don't, don't even think that. I still don't even think that elevates to jerk status. He well, borrowed I mean, money that she offered because he needed it. You know, he even says he's like, you know, she had it, I didn't. You know, and well, yeah, I I kind of agree with you, Dave. I mean, I feel like you know, was she asking every day for the money back, or again, like, I mean, or was it the assumption that eventually maybe they will be together long term that it would just kind of melt into right it would just melt into like the things that you know little party you know remember that time i loaned you four thousand dollars you know (laughs) yeah i mean four thousand dollars is a lot of money i mean that's a it it is a lot of money but the breakup is so fresh i can't imagine she's like handing him a bill saying you still owe me four thousand dollars but i think that gets heightened as chris was saying in the context of the other but, major bond. But Laura never brings it up to him. And he he's imagining that I'm assuming that this scene between Laura and um Liz Liz is uh is his imagination of what goes down. I it's, don't think this is exactly what happens. That's a great yeah, yeah I what what oh, I have a theory what, there. Oh Chris has a theory. I think it, I think he yes, he, he may be imagining I think it did happen. And here's yeah. why I think it did happen. Uh the outfit that Liz is wearing during the lunch conversation is the outfit she's wearing when, when she, she walks, walks in. into the store. Okay. So, but he that's the last image of her that he remembers is her oh. wearing that that outfit. So if he's talking about it in that context, of course he's going to be remembering it her wearing that outfit. Yeah, so it's hard to say is this really like them flashing to the conversation or is this his imagining what Laura is saying? I mean, yeah, that's, I don't, that's, I'm, I think it's... And it happens to be told in the same order that he's telling it? Like, what are the chances of that happening? I Well, I think you have to suspend your disbelief a little. I think this is a really good, like, storytelling, cinematography um, element in which he juxtaposes him telling the story with the actual conversation or how he interprets it, which, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that when you know someone really well and you know their friends well, you can imagine how they're going to talk. And, and that's right. what I think this is. I think this is his imagination. Right. So do you not what... think they had that conversation? No, I think they had some sort of conversation. Right. But I think this is his imagination running away with itself okay. in the telling of the conversation. Right. That's my, that's I my opinion. I do bet, though, that Laura did dump all of this onto Liz, and that's why Liz came in and was like, you are an effing asshole. I can't believe yeah. that you Kathy. did these things. Sorry. That, I told you I got really upset you over did. all No, I'm like, wow. Well, so I think going back to the money, like, again, I mean, maybe it's a bigger deal for Rob. Maybe he thinks it's a bigger, I don't know. I just, again, yeah, I, I can't imagine stuck that the Laura thinks too. that's a big deal. Although, I don't know, if I was broken up with someone and he owed me $4,000, I'd be like, 
Yeah, I'd want that money back. If I really thought the right. relationship I, was over, I'd I'm be pretty ticked off that I didn't have my $4,000. I yeah, want I'm my $4,000 I'm just saying I don't think back. it elevates him to I think jerk that's the, status. But that's the least. I mean, let's go back to number one. That's not the least. The, that's like <laughs> smack dab in the middle. No, but I'm saying number one, he slept with someone. So I'm assuming she was pregnant with Rob's child. We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't know that. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, this is good. This is a lot. So Yeah, this is intense. I think we all have different interpretations of how this all went down <laughs> and what I, it means for, for him. I think it literally went down the way we saw it. Okay. Um, if it didn't, then my question for this group is, what information did Laura reveal to Liz? Was it one or all of those things? I think she revealed it all, maybe just not in that one luncheon. Well, he... He even specifies before he says it, he says she would have revealed at least two, if not all. True. So it's not necessarily that she revealed everything. And if it were me, I think the two things that I would say the three things that she would have revealed would have been the sleeping, the the pregnancy, the and, you know, I feel like three of those things sort of all mesh to one, like the sleeping with someone else. She was pregnant while it happened and it cause the termination of the pregnancy like that i feel like is all one thing and then i feel like she would have brought up the last thing which is the he's unhappy he's looking for someone else like i feel like those are the two two major points there that she would have she would have told him but i could also then see her saying and then he borrowed four thousand dollars and hasn't even paid that back like it's like the cherry on top and then he made fun of my bangs <laughs> no that's no that's that's us chris oh sorry sorry bro. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't think, like, I could see her throwing that in. I'm sorry, I just don't see the $4,000 being he's suddenly jerk mm. because he didn't pay me back. The relationship just ended, and the first thing on her mind to tell Liz is, oh, yeah, and he owes me $4,000 that he never paid back while we were together. Like, I just feel like that's such a... Well, I guess how long ago had she loaned him the money? If it was, like, five years ago and he still hadn't paid her back... Pardon me, he's like, well, that's a little bit on her, man. Like, make him pay you back. You would have paid her back in mixtapes. I'm still like, <laughs> I'm still stuck on that we're focusing on the money part and not the fact that he slept with well, someone else while she was pregnant. Now, does he? did he know she was pregnant? I, I don't know. But just the fact that I if she we, was this, like, he loved her so much or, you know, that. that right. Just I, think, is, I think this minute, these five minutes sort of lay out the groundwork for what she may have told her. Liz, but I think we do get an explanation of the choices he made of why he slept with someone. I think the pregnancy, I think there's more coming in later right, minutes that right. we do learn yes. some valuable information about why Rob may have done the things he did. But yeah, but in these minutes, we don't know if there's more information. And right. just to have Correct. those, those is the things he did. I'm not feeling sorry for him anymore. I agree. And, I agree. um, yeah, it's. Yeah, I don't even really know what to say about that stuff because it's really, really shitty. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Chris has stuff to say. I'm looking no, at him. To, I would love to hear Chris. What Chris has to say. <laughs> I'm just watching him. Like. No, I. I think I've already said my piece. All four things were, were. Uh, Liz tried to was probably trying to defend him. Well, Rob's a really nice guy. Oh yeah, you think so? Well, he did this and he did this and he did this and he did this. Now, do you think right. he's a nice guy? That's shocking. 
It's shocking. She went out, stomped in the store. <laughs> I think it all happened just as is. Just as is. And then yeah. he starts yeah. to, you know, starts to defend himself. Well, you know, uh, the money. Well, that's what he starts with the money the thing. Money. She had it. I didn't. Okay. That right. one. I get it. I know. That's What did he ask? need the money for? Forget. Just needed it. He just he needed, needed he didn't it. Say, I'm for sure what? it was for the record What do you need $4,000 for? Make the rent on the store or the rent on the... Oh, yeah. I'm sure the yeah. rent on the store is expensive. Yeah. Right. Paying Barry and Dick. Yeah. Yeah, he's got, you know, those staff members. Yeah, which... no, of course. Yeah, I guess I'm just like, $4,000 is a lot of money. Couldn't you fired those guys instead of borrowing $4,000? Right, <laughs> well, you're obviously not, yeah, making um, a lot of money. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, then he starts to talk about, you know, saying he was unhappy in a relationship that she tricked him into it. Right. Yeah. So that's I'm not really buying that one. Well, he does. He so before that he does admit that he is, you know, an f and a hole. He does admit it because, um, and then that's when I think Liz gets super mad and, you know, and she she gets she goes that's it, and then she gets up and you know Laura's like no no don't get involved, and obviously, you know she does get involved because she goes over to the record store and calls him a a jerk then he starts to explain about he starts he goes backwards and he's like did i you know you know did she trick me into saying i'm unhappy you know she and i can see it like she's a lawyer and she's gonna <laughs> use you know you know the, the, the jedi mind trick on him and be like you know, you know we're pretty un, yeah. we're pretty unhappy here right and you know he's he finally is like oh well she's starting the conversation so sure i'm unhappy too and you know she's like aha see you're right. already looking for someone else wait, 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 yeah uh, that's not fair i don't think that's entrapment. A, yeah entrapment that's the word i don't know i just <laughs> she she entrapped him into admitting <laughs> that he was unhappy yeah i mean i don't think that's fair to use that as no. a, a, i don't know if you set him up like that but but that's what they, they, we get. He, we get cut off, right? These minutes end, right in the yeah, middle of that, that yeah. explanation. In the subway. Yeah. I want more. Yeah. Yeah. No. You want now, more? Do we, I think there's. Um, is there? Where do we think he's going, Chris? I think you you found something out about this. Yeah, he's going to the phone call he took at the beginning of the minutes. Oh, uh, right. He said, yeah, he's I'm interested. interested. He got an address. He's going to that address. He's going to the. Um, it actually ends up being it's a deleted scene they cut the scene out but he's he's going to see somebody who's selling uh, her husband's record collection or wants to sell oh, her husband's record yeah. collection oh you mean so where he's going when he's walking and telling us stuff? yeah when he's getting on the train and mm -hmm. yep yeah. Um, yeah but uh, we'll save that one okay mm. so I'm thinking about Liz and Laura and having lunch together and they work together yes Wait, do they? Oh, I don't know. No, we, we don't, don't know, know what Liz is. I don't know why yeah. I said that. I guess because they're both in like suits and stuff. And they, but so whose friend is she to start with? Do we know that? If she was Laura's friend that brought in the relationship or his friend? Oh, interesting. You know, like. I, I, I definitely took it as Laura's friend. Laura's friend. Yeah, yeah she, that's yeah. what I took. Yeah. 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 Was yeah. she at the club that night too? Is she in there anywhere? <laughs> oh, that would have been. I don't, I don't think see her coming here. out the door now. No. Yeah. I mean, I think in my head, I was like, oh, she's Ross' friend. Cause well, no, I think she says something. Did she say something already? Like, oh, you guys were good together. You know, you were good for her. Or my, did oh. I read that part? Was that in the book or in the movie? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, I think she's Laura's friend. You think she's Laura's friend. Or Laura's okay. friend first. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she isn't coming out of the 
you know, she's with two other friends coming out of the, the club. Right. So Liz is not part of Liz that group. part of it. So maybe she's a work friend and not a club friend. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> entirely possible, yes. 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 Yeah, I know. I want more. I want more from these minutes. So I'm excited to watch I'm, that. I'm excited for the next, yeah, for the next minutes because I, I want to hear Rob, Rob's explanation for why yeah. he's... Uh, for all these things. For all these things. Yes. Yeah, because... You know, is there a good explanation for all these things? I don't know. Could there could there be a good explanation? He's going to make us totally forgive him in the next five minutes. Mm-hmm. I, mm, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Um, so I've got some tidbits on the five minutes. Do you want me to oh, go to tidbits, tidbits that we yeah. used to do? Yeah. So the, High Fidelity Top 5 Tidbits. <laughs> so the uh, the customer at the, at the top of the minutes that asked uh, Rob if he had soul... Um, uh, she's played by uh, Susan Yu, um, and this is like one of two or three credits that she has to her name. Um, so I found it interesting that she got a she had a speaking part and oh. didn't really do much afterwards. Um, and she's listed in the credits as girl age nineteen. Oh, age nineteen. Uh, I'm not sure how we were supposed to match that up to her. Um, and. Um, uh, I couldn't find out what shirt Laura is wearing when uh, Rob is singing the Flintstones to her in her ear. It's like, <laughs> but it looks like it looks like you know it's like something from a com- from comics. It looks like a page from a comic book that's on her shirt, but I couldn't make it out. Um, oh. And the shirt that Rob's wearing, the number six shirt that he's wearing as he's climbing up the stairs yeah. in the subway, um, is just number six shirt. But it says uh, this Chinese characters on it say Hong Kong. Who knows? Okay. It makes me wonder. You know. Yeah, why is he wearing that? Why does he have that shirt? Did someone give it to him? Is it, you know, mm. is he even affinity for Hong Kong? Or is it just some rando shirt he found? Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't really... It's one of those things like, does it add Maybe to the character? Maybe he needed that $4,000 to pimp out his wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> with all kinds of cool t-shirts. Right. Well, he wears lots of cool shirts in the clubs, right? We see him in like at least like two or three different outfits in the club when he's DJing. Yeah, I can see his... His style has improved from the previous minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, yeah, so I think that's um, that's all I think. Do you think I he has for... a DJ style and then an everyday style? Like, do you think he dresses differently, <laughs> like as a DJ? Like the shirts look a little, Absolutely. you know. Oh yeah, he's getting dressed up for work. And... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for the for all the ladies you were gonna trying to meet yeah. the ladies. Yeah. 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 I didn't know. I didn't realize that he. Um, when he tells her he's going to make a mixtape, you know, mm-hmm. stops her at the door and makes a mixtape. Then they cut to him making the mixtape. Making a mixtape. It's like that night he's wearing the same shirt, so mm. he's like he must have literally went home and started working on it, which is a right. So that that goes back to supporting Kathy's like him being smitten. Yeah, like oh, yeah, <laughs> can I make you tape and go home. And, <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That always makes me so. That scene sort of makes me think of the movie Swingers when they you know how how soon he's supposed to call a girl back you know what's what's money you know and it's like he what's goes home money? and like immediately makes her the mixtape and like you know mike in the swingers movie he's like he wants to go home and immediately call the girl and you know all the friends are like no no you got to play cool and you got to wait like a week uh, and like, he's like he's like smitten right away and he wants to get started and you know woo this girl and sure why are the rules you want to go there because that annoys me <laughs> this is dumb 
What? I agree. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying no, that. Someone that they're smart. Oh, I know, but I think even like women are like, oh, oh he called me right away. Oh, I don't, like what a loser. What a needy loser. Yeah, you can't <laughs> win. I guess. Yeah. See, we don't want to be called needy losers. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stupid rules. Stupid rules. rules. Who's making these rules? Society. <laughs> We live in a society. So does he talk okay, about George? <laughs> he doesn't talk about the the construction of a mixtape in these minutes, does he? No, no. that's that comes no. close to the end of the the yeah. movie. In the in the book, that the, the mixtape construction happens here. Oh. Uh, so he does oh, talk about does all the rules and stuff. So they do shift that. <laughs> I was actually off off uh, offline. I was you know reading the book. Uh, as we're going along, and I said to Candace, like, wow, you know, the book uh, follows pretty closely to the movie. <laughs> like, it's coming out of my mouth, like, well, duh, it's a movie made from the book. Of course it's going to follow along pretty closely. Like, why wouldn't it? Like, oh, this scene is it happened way later in the book, and duh. Um, but the mixtape construction details are happen here. So Yeah, I was going to say, it does seem like it would be a good spot to put it, but there's a lot of other stuff. So there's a lot get, going on yeah, in this five so minutes, it's yeah. maybe it's probably better they wait. Yeah. Um, All right. I know. I don't feel like I had much else. What was, uh, so I had a question, though. Is he, when he says something about Super Tramp, is he talking about Ian yeah. like Super Tramp? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then, so I don't know if I know any Super Tramp songs. And why does he say, do we already talk about Super Tramp for the last that? minutes? When he's no. walking up the stairs. Yeah, he's oh. like, And so, do I know Supertramp songs? You do know Supertramp songs. And why is it bad that he's a Supertramp loving guy? You know, I don't... Uh, it's Supertramp, uh, like... Well, Supertramp's album, Breakfast in America, is, like, famous. Like, the Logical song is on that, and Take the Long Way Home, and there's a lot of... Okay, I might know that one. I know that great one. singles that came off of that album. Okay. That's the only one I know by them, so I don't know if all their other stuff is garbage. <laughs> Maybe that's why, right. but I'm like... I would never make fun of yeah, Breakfast so, in America. It's well, but so why is he saying that about Ian? How does he even know that about Ian? Oh, may, oh because, were because they we have to, to remember this? who Rob is. He's an elitist, and he obviously does not believe that Supertramp is a quality band. Oh, okay. this is, you know, That's what okay. I got. insight into Rob's view Oh, here. okay, okay. But when he described... So it wasn't, yeah. Um, I was just going to ask. Sorry, Chris. Please go. Well, when he describes Ian, when he's when he in the stairway, when he last the last group of minutes, when he yes. figures out who, who Ian he is. who he is, yeah, and he's describing him rings on fingers and stuff. Right. He used to play world music all the time, whatever was popular or whatever, the Latin and you know, yeah, was, yeah. Which he he obviously had a disdain for world music or trendy world okay. music uh, as well, but he didn't include Supertramp in that list. So maybe it was uh, is Supertramp like a music you'd listen to? when you're having sex because they were listening to him having sex with people so maybe he was playing super tramp then maybe that's how he knows he likes super tramp just a question so, so you're asking are you asking me no, I'm, just, I'm asking everyone not just chris music. i don't know if i should answer that question <laughs> i guess if i don't know super tramp then absolutely yes <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't generalize the question, but maybe that's why he knows that's what he likes because he's heard him play Super Tramp during those intimate moments. Perhaps. Or it could be his elitist and him viewing Super Tramp as a Garbage. inferior inferior band. band. Okay. Anyway, 
So I think that's one note I had. I think that's it. So that went, that was fun, though. I'm yeah, glad I remembered go. it. <laughs> what about you guys? Da- Kathy, Dave, any other thoughts <laughs> in the minutes? I think should end right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so what do we, so top five then is top five Super Tramp songs? Is that what we're doing this week? <laughs> I obviously don't know any, and Chris might know them all. Only from that one album. Oh, okay, right. Uh, oh no, we were doing okay. Did we do top five club songs? Top five dance songs? Oh, top five club slash dance songs? I think that's what it was. There we go. there we go. Yeah, top five songs you would dance at a club. So however you want to interpret it, club, dance, whatever your experience would be that you would want to dance to. But is it dance to like, you know, at home in your underwear and socks or is it dance in a club? Well, I think we based it on a club. I mean, there's they're at a club. They're not at home dancing in their underwear and socks. Okay. So I guess so. Inspired dance. by inspired by the club scene in these yes. minutes, we're going to do top five dance songs. Right. Yes. Top five songs to dance to. At a club, which is different, right? Top five dance songs would could be different from top five songs to dance to. Okay. Yeah. So which ones are they? I don't know. I think we, I think we complicated it this week, so maybe just as we're quickly going through our list, we clarify our intention. Right. Sure. Sure. On yes. Our choices sure. right right because i would Look, yeah i had you know i have yeah i think we all have different experiences with that we're all roughly the same age so i'm curious how much overlap we're going to have in these songs mm. Sure. Mm. Right. Yeah. yeah all right chris why don't you go first damn it oh <laughs> <laughs> okay yes chris what were you dancing to so uh my first one uh, again no particular order uh was grooves in the heart by delight mm. from oh. 1990 fun uh the next one was <laughs> Was the Humpty Dance by Digital? <laughs> That's by Digital Underground, also 1990. I had the Casingle of that in my car. A Casingle. Do you remember Casingle? Do explain what a Casingle is, Chris. A Casingle is a cassette tape with one song on yes, on I side A those. and the B side on side B. Wow, that sounds song. really annoying. Flip, flip, well, no, flip, they were flip, cheap. Flip. They were, they were. You could get the song you yeah, wanted for like a dollar ninety nine. Yeah. Oh they were God, cheap. think about the environmental. Uh, impacts of one song on a cassette tape, all that plastic for yeah, one I was song. Not thinking about I wasn't that. thinking I was, about it. I'm like, I want to listen to the Humpty Dance over and over and over again. <laughs> okay. The yeah. Humpty Dance. I yeah. love it. Uh, the next one was uh, Jump Around by House of Pain. Uh, that's from 1989. So this is actually, I'm going like backwards. Yeah. Almost. Okay. So I'm younger than I thought when I was listing, list, listing these out. <laughs> um, you were clubbing it in the 80s? I was not at all. I was okay. in high school. It was a, uh, gonna make you sweat. Everybody dance now by C and C Music Factory, featuring Freedom Williams, 1990. Okay. All right. And so this last one, so I got stuck here because uh, it's a Madonna song, but I got tangled in mm. like I really there's three Madonna songs that will I will get out of my chair and go dance. Yeah. Uh, I know one. So uh, you know one. Well, that I'm guessing I know one that you get out of your chair to dance. To. Which one do you think it is? Well, it was almost on my list. Yeah. I was going to say Ray of Light. Oh, my God. That was it. Ray of Light. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a great, great... And that's from 1998, so um, that's, that's yeah. probably an older time. But I do love that song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was a tie between uh, Madonna's Vogue and Express Yourself. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. Express Yourself is just, like, probably, mm-hmm. like, her best song. Like, Well, that, I don't know. I don't... What? Oh, that could be a whole other mm. discussion. Yeah, I feel like... Oh. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, sorry. 
<laughs> so love, top love five Madonna, Madonna songs. songs coming next? Okay. okay. Anyway, so it was a tie between Vogue and Express Yourself. Okay. Fun. Cool. Yeah. 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 All right. Love it. I know. I know. Now I have all those songs in my head. I can't wait to <laughs> put this playlist together. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. 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 Who wants to go all next? Right. I nominate oh, uh, I'll Kathy. I'll go next. Oh, sorry. Kathy. Oh, Kathy's going next. Kathy, you're up. Oh, okay. Um, I have five and then a couple honorable mentions for later. Okay. Um, so, like Chris, Jump Around by House of Pain was on my list. Nice. <laughs> um, and then another jump song, Jump by Criss Cross. <laughs> I almost had I don't that know. One. I don't know what I don't year know. that was. I didn't find what, out the Chris years. Criss Cross and Jump Around. What, 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 Criss Cross is going to make you jump, jump. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Oh, it's so I good. Know, I know it. I just, I think I had them both as the same song yes. in my head. I don't know. Well, I actually did a separate playlist a long time ago of songs with the word jump in it, and they're really good to, like, dance and work out to. Oh, fun. <laughs> nice. As a side note. Um, then I have the song um, Boombastic by Shaggy. Mm, Boombastic, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another song called No Limit by Two Unlimited. Okay. I don't it's know if like, I know that one. Yeah, if you... Uh, um, if you, when you play it, you'll you'll know. Okay. It. And then the other one I went with is more contemporary because my kids would listen to it, and I and I always thought this would be a good dance song. Or I, I'm sure it was a club dance song. A scream and shout by Will I Am and Britney Spears. Oh. Is it the it. scream and shout song? Scream, scream and shout and let mm-hmm. it. Oh out. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's it's, okay. um, Yeah. That almost and makes then, me think of older. Okay. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then um oh well it's not. Wait, it's not an older song. It's a new song. No, I know. Song. I know. I just, okay. yeah. I feel like right. I know it, and so I'm surprised I know it, I guess. I oh, okay. And then um, I'll say the honorable mention, so. Um, okay. Yeah. Candace, do you want to go? Oh, sure. Uh, 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 give me a second. Um, checking your notes. I know. I got to get my, okay. So I found this challenging, as I think I say that every single week. I went way to, oh, God, like, songs I want to dance to now or songs that I really danced to like in college at the clubs and at what? Yes. Yes. There were some specific dance clubs that have some really great memories. And, um, and then (laughs) I was coming up with some songs that are really, I, I couldn't listen to them now. (laughs) They're really, um, inappropriate. (laughs) So, I had to like weed those out because I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I listened to those. Um, and so one of the songs I picked is by an artist, and I, I, th- I think I listened to it enough that I don't think there's anything explicit in it. So, um, but if you go find this, this artist, you will find lots of really nasty songs. Sorry. Uh, so one of them um, was uh, by the Out There Brothers, uh, "La La La Hey Hey." And I, and it's um, uh, I mean I was listening to it again. I'm like, oh my god, I can totally remember dancing that like crazy <laughs> dancing. And um, so that and this isn't oh, I don't know it's a radio edit, so maybe you might find some explicit ones out there. So sorry mm. if I won't put that in our playlist. Um, another one was Mr. Vane by Oh yeah uh, Culture Beat. Yeah. Um, and then. This one, uh, Finally, by C.C. Peniston. Yeah. That one's super fun. And then I thought, okay, I'm not going to just do, I don't know, 
I felt very like doing all like 1995 songs. <laughs> I wasn't sure about doing that. So I threw in an oldie, um, You Should Be Dancing by the Bee Gees. Um, nice. Because, I don't know, disco with Bee Gees. Sure. And then, oh gosh, I had a really hard time. So actually, I am going back. And I didn't know if I should put this one in there or a really contemporary one. And I'm going to put the older one in there. And Chris is going to hate me for it. Um, Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, my God. <laughs> by Rednecks. And oh. I was talking to one of my friends. And I'm going to say this. I was like, we danced to that, right? And she's like, oh, yeah, we had to be really drunk to dance to that one. <laughs> so not sure if that's okay to say. But that was really on our list of club songs. Wow. So, so that's my list. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. I know. I think now, now it's turned into like a line dancing song for like kids. Sure. It was not that when we were listening to it. I think we were just dancing to it. Anyway, so Dave, you're up. So I, um, I actually have two lists, and I'll give you the one that I originally started. Okay. But I also had come up with a list that was like had Vogue on it and gonna make you sweat, um, much like how Chris did. Um, but I wanted to point out, so I didn't do very much clubbing, you know, growing up and, you know, during the, the formative years of going out to bars and clubs and stuff like that. But there is one time that I do remember going clubbing and it was with Crince and Candace. And I remember we would always go to this place near where we lived and we would always request Dexy's Midnight Runners yeah. come on Eileen. Yes. And yeah. I just remember always like, you know, being at the club there and right next to speakers and we would we would just dance and stuff like that that's not on my list but that oh it's not that's just, oh, that that's just a memory list. that's a great one so my top five is uh, pretty much like all dj stuff and i'll start off with uh the way i are which is by timbaland and uh also featuring carrie hilson and doe off the shock value album um derezzed by daft punk off the oh, tron yeah. legacy soundtrack yeah that's right um, D-A-N-C-E by Justice off their album Justice. Um, Come On by Tiesto featuring Diplo. This is off the Club Life Volume 1 album. And my last one is actually I've been waiting to try to have something from Disney in one of my lists. And this is the song called Roar. Um, it's by Axwell and Sebastian Ingrosso. It's off the Monster University soundtrack. <laughs> Really? Okay. Oh, I don't know if I know any of those songs. Do I? <laughs> Was that played at like one of I'm the frat excited. parties or something? <laughs> it is. It actually is the song that's played at the frat party. That's awesome. <laughs> cool. Yeah, these playlists are going to be fun. I, I, I would say probably half of these songs I don't know by name, but I probably I know them by hearing them. I think once you hear some of the songs, yeah. you will recognize mm-hmm. them. Yeah. yeah. My two honorable mentions, I have Motown Philly by Boys to Men. Oh, Yeah. And Let Me Clear My Throat by DJ Cool. Oh, I don't know that one. Let me clear my throat. I bet when you hear it, you will. Okay. Um, mm. I had Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake on there, I, too. Yes! Um, but that was, if I was, if I could go back, <laughs> I could go to a club right now. That's what I'd want to be playing. But I don't know if I'd want to see me at a club right now. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Does it all, you know, I guess it all about it depends on when you were going, right? Because right. I'm looking at my honorable mentions was like, you can't touch this, MC Hammer. Like, <laughs> that right. was the stuff that was playing when we, you know. Yeah. Yes. I like to move it. 
Right. Right. Oh yeah. No. I know. There's some good stuff. Yeah. I had uh, getting jiggy with it. Will Smith. Oh yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I know because there's a lot of fun songs now that I'm like, they're just like um, uh, uptown funk and yeah, ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and um, Justin Timberlake. I don't know a few yeah. songs. Anything he does, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So. Well, cool. Yeah, so that'll be a fun playlist. We'll yeah. make all these songs available on our Spotify account, High Fidelity Top Five Podcast. Yeah. Uh, so go check them out. Uh, I forget, do we have them separate or is it one playlist of both. all the songs? So if you want to just hear Kathy's or uh, yours, right. and then there's a playlist where they're all together. Because so, it's fun to, I think it's kind of fun to have them separate because you kind of get an insight into the person, I sure. think. Sure, yep. Um, yeah. Get to know your hosts. Get to know your hosts. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. So yeah, definitely head over to Spotify, check those out. Um, and uh, yeah, we're also on the social medias, Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, the High Fidelity Top 5 Listener Lounge on Facebook. Um, we're High Fidelity Men on Twitter and Instagram. So uh, uh, head on out, check us out. Love to hear from you. And um, yeah, we'll be back again next week uh, with another batch of minutes here at the High Fidelity Top 5. Bye now. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.